few short days ago, Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other passengers, including teammates, parents, coaches, and a pilot, passed away in a tragic helicopter crash. Kobe was a source of inspiration to the entire basketball community throughout his legendary career, and as we've come to see in the past few days, the whole world at large. We haven't merely lost one of the game's greats, but a cultural titan. His passing was truly shocking, and the gaping hole of a Kobe-less world has only really started to show. Perhaps sadder still, a Gianna-less world, one in which she would potentially inspire the female sporting community just as her father did from the moment he announced himself to the masses. Before we get started today, and to honour the first chapter of his near incomparable career, we wanted to take this opportunity to commemorate Kobe's memory with an eight second silence. May both the Mamba, Mamba Sita, and all those lost in this tragedy forever rest in peace. Backdoor Cut, we are starting off the episode with a little bit more of a somber tone this week for obvious reasons. Uh, my name is Josh DiMatteo, here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg hello, hello. for another week. Fellas, how are you? All right. Yeah, all right. yeah we're yeah. all right. Getting there. We're, right. we're, we're all right. Yeah. yeah, we're rattled, but yeah. you know. The... the community gets you through these yeah. type of things. It's true. The basketball community and, the, and, and all the basketball kind of just levels it all out. There's been a lot of talk about how basketball is a sanctuary and it kind of seems like um, once the games actually get rolling and the vibes and the energy start to, to take over, then things start yeah, to feel a bit more like, normal again. It's been really incredible to watch. Like, you always knew the NBA's a fraternity, all that kind of stuff, but this week has been wild just mm. seeing everyone come together the mm-hmm. way they have in different yeah. cities around the country mm-hmm. taking shot clock violations uh backcourt violations mm-hmm. or eight yeah. second backcourt okay. violations way less twitter arguments yeah almost yeah. no twitter ar- still, no one's arguing yeah. well i no still one's... found a way to get blocked <laughs> yeah i don't know how that your your boston mate needs to he needs to chill out roll calm down he came bit. at brad and i feel like i was being very respectful yeah. <laughs> um at hardwood paroxysm yeah, <laughs> if you're calling, listening, calling, them out. calling people out. <laughs> if now. you're listening, yeah, unblock us, please. Yeah, I um, do good basketball stuff. Yeah, it's just like the mm. the inside the NBA TNT special was just like a proper tearjerker. Was, yeah, seeing Shaq. everyone. Like, I think it was good healings for them. I think it was good for everyone. Yeah, to be able to do all that because it clearly is ripping them limb from limb, figuratively yeah. speaking. For sure. Um, but yeah, yeah just terrible we're, news. We're going to go around and do a little Kobe memory of Kobe, how you remember him or whatever, and then we're going to just jump into a bit of a trade chat because the yeah, deadline yeah. coming up. as promised. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, we did promise some Joel MB trade yeah. chat last week, so we are going to get into that first. Maybe we'll just go around, mm. say what we're going to remember from Kobe. Yeah. I know for me, I think I'm going to remember more than anything those battles against Boston. I'm sure you're probably... On the, thinking the same line. Element too. of that for me, yeah. Yeah, but like if 
you watched Kobe play, you wanted to see him hit that extra gear that only he could hit. Just this superhuman level that once he hits that, it's game over. But you have to push him to get there. Once he got there, it's it's over. And the series against Boston where he won it with Powell mm-hmm. and that team was just... I've never seen yeah. him take on that yeah. kind of... Like him against the world. Mm. No Shaq, nothing like that. It was a good team. Let's, let's it was good, no, good no, team. yeah, of course. Yeah. It was a championship winning yeah. team, nearly mm-hmm. a three-peat winning team. Mm-hmm. With a great coach, yeah. great system, all Zen that jazz. Master. But he was clearly the best player. Yeah. They weren't going doing anything without Kobe on that team. Yeah, that's that's definitely that series. Ah, uh, man. Even the ones always, that he lost, always like, terrifying. You would learn from how he would respond to that. Like uh, yeah, everything I'll, was a learning experience with him. I remember sitting with my dad watching that series and. Just him. He no matter no matter what, when he takes that fade away, you just yeah. you you got your eyes covered. You're like, oh god. Like you just expect him to make everything. Even on the nights where he's six from twenty four, and and it's and it's and it's within reach. If it's the final shot. Yeah. If it's, it's within reach in the irrelevant. fourth quarter, yeah. he starts making ridiculous shots. That's just just what he did. Um, that's um, a big part of what I remember. But a story that sticks out to me. My first memory of Kobe, two thousand and four. I was eleven years old. Um, my first, um, I got my Xbox. I got a, a very good in self-discipline on my report card, <laughs> and w- which meant I was allowed to get... I a, wasn't getting an Xbox that yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> so I was allowed to get... That was the deal. If I got above the threshold for self-discipline, I don't have much of that. Yeah. I was able to get the Xbox, and my first game was NBA Live 2004. And I try with... Dad's like, yeah, you got to play with the Celtics. And I'm like, I start my season they with the Celtics. I'm like... Man, these guys freaking suck. And I, and I just choose the. I, I, I'm like, I start a new season. I'm like, who's who's ranked the highest? And it's the Lakers. Yeah. And this is the Shaq, Kobe. I had still. that game. Yeah, it's awesome. I did game. the Dynasty mode Dynasty with Lakers. Mode. Dude, it was epic game. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. You've got now. Peyton, you've got Shaq, Kobe. I don't remember if Malone was on it. I think he was. Yeah, yeah, so he would have been. Pistons, Lakers yeah, final. This yeah, is yeah. Lakers final. Yeah. I um, mean, going into it, I'm like, man, these guys have ranked real good. And I'm like, Dad, I go up the stairs. After playing with this Bryant guy, I'm like, Dad, who's this? Who's this Bryant, Bryant guy in the Lakers? And Unstoppable. Like, he, he never misses. I just sprint up the court and do this leaning shot. And he's like, you're not allowed to use the Lakers. I'm like, and I'll go back downstairs and just completely using the Lakers. Make sure I've got my, my Celtic season saved. Yeah, yeah, in but case your dad ever walks downstairs. Walks down, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, Don't want to get caught but yeah, with that. That was my first memory of being like, man, this Kobe dude, he's, he's the best. NBA live player and then I get a little bit older I'm, like, oh, I'm supposed to hate because I hate these guys and so I never really hated Kobe I hated the Lakers but that's like, the thing I couldn't I could, no like, one like I've, I've come to realise in the past couple of days no matter how much you wanted the Lakers to lose no matter how much you hated the Lakers no one hated Kobe my they, dad did every, no yeah. I, like I get what you're saying yeah. but he probably has incredible respect for oh, Kobe 100%. he was scared of Kobe yeah definitely. that was it yeah um <laughs> yeah, but yeah, being being in the driveway, fadeaways. That's that was yeah, the, like, was the MJ and the Kobe fadeaways. How can you ever um, throw a piece of paper? In exactly, the <clears> throwing random objects, calling it out. Yeah, yelling Kobe, never be the same. But I'm never gonna stop doing it. I'm doing it more than ever. Exactly, exactly right. Um, Bait dog, anything to add? 
I really like the story about the last game against the Jazz. Oh, of course, the Gordon, man. The Gordon Hay. I don't know whether he came out on said Twitter, and, and, but bullshit. I don't believe that. Yeah, I reckon, so you reckon Gordon Hay was lying about it being yeah, true? Just to build the narrative up even more, man. Yeah, I don't uh, know. He dude, shot he, back he pretty quick. He, he was like, stepped hey, into hey, the lane well, before pretty obvious. Kobe even had the yeah, ball. It looked like, incredibly obvious that he was just stepping into the lane. Taking a lane violation. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's lying or not, but... I, I kind of want it to be true because then Hayward looks like a gangster. For the law, it's... Yeah, yeah, I think it's true. Let's just hope that that's... It's just the, so yeah. incredible as well. Like, he was having, by all accounts, pretty terrible season. Yeah. It, well, was, they a, won it was a stinker. They won 17, 17 games. Yeah. yeah. And Shaq's like, go for 50. And old mm. mate goes for 60. Yeah. <laughs> Wins the game. Epic. Sends the Utah Jazz yeah. out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I, I just... Incredible I remember watching it because uh, Utah were really in the hunt for the eight seed and yeah. I kind of wanted them to win the game and I, like I think the, they got bundled the out of the Utah yeah that was I think that was Quinn now. Snyder's first season yeah. so and they kind of I think they got bundled out earlier that day so they couldn't actually make it by that point so then obviously that game became a little bit of a farce because it was just the Lakers trying to give Kobe every single shot his yeah. usage for that game 50 was shots. off 50 the shots charts yeah yeah and you couldn't really get mad at it, though. Yeah, no. Well, he won the game. <laughs> yeah. In the end of the day, give him the shots. I don't know. Like, I, looking back at his career, I, I kind of did hate Kobe, actually. I, I, not, and I, I shouldn't use the word hate, but I just... I you're, didn't, you're allowed. That's what sports make you do. They yeah. make you feel these crazy emotions. I didn't like his game. I hate, like, and I'm very much yeah. one of those guys that subscribes to the Spurs, Warriors, yeah. move the ball, get the ball popping, like... And obviously that is the antithesis of, of Kobe. Yeah. Kobe is a guy who's going to kill you one on five. Like he's going to get you in a post yeah. and give you the moves with the footwork. But and this is 100% spurred on by the fact that you hated he was still successful doing what you hated. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. you wouldn't hate him un unless yeah, he was. Like if he it's wasn't like, any whatever. successful, you wouldn't think twice about yeah. it. But <laughs> the guy was going against the grain, against what... Mm is traditionally yeah. considered like team play, whatever. Mm. But he just, he got it done anyway. He was yeah. unstoppable. He, yeah. he just leaves behind that, like that, men, that mamba mentality. Mamba yeah. mentality, yeah. This but is, it's real. Yeah. Like the amount of guys, even in this week, who have just like locked in now, they're going off for 50, 60 yeah. points. Like it's real. He taught them this level of laser focus. The skill set that he has though as well is something that I think basketball is probably becoming a little bit more cut compartmentalized where you get big guys who can't do anything but run the floor and mm. finish alley-oops and you get small guards who all they do is chuck threes basically where Kobe <laughs> offensively had this well-rounded game oh, yeah. like, like could you imagine like, prime Kobe everything. playing in today's league he I mean, could do whatever he wants I mean, I mean he'd be the same he'd be top he'd be an MVP candidate every year like I was been watching highlights <clears throat> earlier in the week where it's like early number eight Kobe and he yeah. would go into the lane, cross over one guy, but he's still chasing him. Mm -hmm. Then dart past another guy. Two big men, like power forward center, standing at the rim. And he'll dip and weave all four of them and somehow lay it in over all of them. Yeah. The space in today's game is gargantuan compared to what he was working with. And he was still getting 35 points a game. Like, ah. And uh, yeah, it's that, cool how yeah, he kind of played over almost three different eras yeah, 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 yeah the, sure, like man. the early like the late 90s like the end yeah. of the bulls and then that 2000 yeah. like the mid 2000s and then the late and the mid teens as we kind of had that spacing revolution yeah it's pretty cool he's yeah. definitely the player of like one of the players of our generations like kind of lebron and kobe headlined that era for for, yeah. for us for sure um even like listening to jerry west talk about him the other day i think it was on that inside the nba special 
And just like the insight he was giving to like young Kobe's mentality when he was drafted, it's just it, Jerry West told Shaq while he was at Orlando, "You need to come here because we've got the future best player in the world." <laughs> Who says that about an eighteen-year-old kid? Yeah. Like, and he still what was he drafted eighth or something? Thirteenth. Thirteenth, yeah, far out. Yeah. They, Charlotte. They, they Charlotte. They had to trade for him. Yeah. Yeah. Far out. All right. Well, I feel like that's probably good. Yeah. Moving on. We're not going to dwell on this too long because. Really, we're not the right people yeah. to be talking about it, but hard not to. Hard not to. Incredible talent, incredible impact on the world at large. That's, I mean, I don't, I feel like no other player outside of Jordan would have this reaction. Yeah. Really, I don't. I've thought about yeah, this. Yeah. I don't even think LeBron Jordan as would. well. LeBron, yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, obviously, I think there's a difference when it's a current player, but sure. certainly for a guy who's no longer active, not playing anymore. While Jordan dominated in a similar way to Kobe and had that same drive. Yeah, Jordan was about Jordan. He didn't. He's not giving his time to this person. Well, that that's person, what's interesting. Whatever. Kobe wasn't. He was exactly like Jordan until, until the very, very yeah. end, and then yeah. stopped. Flipped yeah. it hundred yeah. percent, and he was, had time for everyone. Yeah. He was coaching this player and this player, and yeah. coaching his daughter's team. Yeah, and, yeah, that all that sort of stuff. That incredible. After his career, that I think that's the saddest part is like he's there's a whole lifetime yeah he was doing all this stuff yeah yeah he was saying if my second act isn't greater than my first act then i've I've failed it's like how can you even say that after you've done done, he's like well i couldn't be who i am if i didn't say that yeah it's still the mumba like just i'm not playing basketball i mean i can't keep going work my ass off won an oscar for his short film dear basketball which is available for free dearbasketball.com I implore all of you to go on there and watch it because it's only five minutes and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the most interesting people I heard from in all this was UFC champ Daniel Cormier because DC is doing a series at the moment, which I can't remember. It's available on ESPN+. Plus, so I don't know how we'd watch it here in Australia. But it's called Detail. You can. I have uh, ESPN+. Plus. You just need to use your VPN. Right. It's a pain in the ass. I regret buying it. It's really, to be honest, maybe don't do it. But <laughs> this show detail, it was it was Kobe's idea. Kobe was the conceptualizer, the director of it all, and basically he said DC wanted something that like he could show people. I think uh, there's a quote. I won't mismatch it because it'll just do it injustice. It was something about how you can show the world how you became DC. It, you can if someone wants to become DC this is how you can show them you, you're giving them the tools how to do it so I can't wait to watch this show detailed DC has been very emotional people have been saying how the time the meetings after he met Kobe was like the most excited they've ever seen him in his yeah. life and this guy's a dual champion Olympian gold yeah. medalist like yeah. for these people to get excited as they are Everybody, yeah. Well, yeah, the impact across all sports. Yeah. I mean, you've seen it across all sports. Yeah, the tennis you hear, that you're uh, talking about, the WSL One of surfing. the saddest ones I heard was Bill Russell. He was like, this kid Kobe would always tell me how he was my biggest fan, but all I want to do now is tell him how I was his, his biggest, biggest fan. Yeah. And that's Bill Russell. Yeah. Incredible. But we should move on. Move on. We should move on. Talk some trades. Talk some trades. Yeah, we did promise a Joel and B trade episode, which is just a polarizing, controversial <laughs> topic. But we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it. Because that's what Backdoor Cut's about. Exactly. Uh, I think it's no secret that while Joel Embiid was out, Ben Simmons was straight up dominating. 
Yes, I did see some stats of the overall Sixers' offensive rating was still ranked like 28th and 29th yeah. in the league, though. But, you know, I think that those stats, you know... They were winning. They were winning. And the, the, up numbers. the vibes were better. The vibes were better. And isn't that what it's all about sometimes? So, obviously, Joel being who he is, he you can't just trade him willy-nilly. Mm. If you're trading Joel Embiid, it better be for the best package in the NBA. That's that's what's tricky, is that I don't know what's out there. I've got a couple of teams that I've seen kind of thrown around on Twitter, and I've got one here. Mm-hmm. Andrew Sharp from the greatest pod of all talk, greatest talk of all pod, something like that. Mm. He reckons Embiid for D'Angelo mm-hmm. and that lottery pick, and that's where it starts. If you're the Sixers, what can you? What do you feel? How do you feel about that? I could, I can understand if, I can understand if the Warriors would go after Ben, because he somewhat fits their style, even though he doesn't shoot. He's like. A runner, yeah. can defend multiple positions, all positions. Great passer, good vision, all that jazz, good rebounder, yada, yada, yada. But most importantly, he can keep up with the pace. Joel Embiid, I'm not sure, could keep up with that pace. I think he would slow down the Warriors a lot and kill off what makes them them. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the same problem that the Sixers are facing right now. He's slowing them down to the point that they can't really flex anything. Yeah. It's difficult because I don't think there's any teams that play that style now. Everyone is obviously pace is important, and all the offenses, pretty much of every team in the league, they want to push the pace and get out in the open open floor in transition. So Joel is not that player, and I don't. He's not going to become that player. I think as he gets older, he's just going. If anything, he's going to slow down. So it's. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds bizarre to to be already so negative about it but his game is definitely half court get mm-hmm. him on a low post and, and bully let, people yeah let him yeah. make decisions from there and it's for that you need to surround him with shooters and that's something that the Sixers can't do And it's, there are teams that could work with that though like for instance the Miami Heat this season Bam is playing a role that I think Joel could be somewhat successful at maybe not quite as uh, swift swinging from side to side but, like, Joel's an elite rim protector. Mm-hmm. We don't need to yes, question that. Yeah. And he would have shooters all around him all the time. Like, it has worked well with Jimmy Butler before. Would the Heat be interested in something like this? Could they even pull it off? They could pull it off, I think, through Dragic expiring and, and Winslow. You, can't, you could do it with Bam. It has okay, to so include Bam. Of course, so yeah, it has to include Bam if the Sixers are going to do something like this. Yeah. If you're the Heat, though, what do you? How do you feel about giving up Bam for Joel? No way. You don't think? No. Because my stock in Joel, I, I feel like I'm very reactionary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my stock in Joel has gone down a lot. Like, I, obviously, I still rate the guy as a great player, but I just think you, you got to have the longer term view with this. And I, I, I would rather explore the longer term view with Bam and Hero and that young core. Obviously, Jimmy's on the other side of that, but the future for Miami is interesting as it is. So I don't really want to mix that up. I still think Joel is a better player than Bam. Right now, yeah. Yeah. And he probably is. As much and as pro- I'm a Bam and, fan. And much as we love Bam, I think like Bam. just in a vacuum, Joel and Bede, if you're doing a draft, you're probably picking you're definitely picking yeah, Joel yeah. first. 
But yeah, the fit in Miami has been unreal. The way that Jimmy and Bam and these That's guys are working why you don't together. Want to break it up. Yeah. Just yeah. out of the. Well, could you could you do it another way? Because they've obviously they've found Tyler Hero has been electric. Duncan Robinson's been an incredible find. Kendrick Nunn. Like, what do you like? If you're the Sixers, what do you want to get back? Do you do you? Because if I'm them, I'm the every every decision. If I'm going to trade, Joel needs to be about building around Ben Simmons. And how do you do that? Shooting. And wings, wing, wing shooting, and then hopefully they can defend as well. But shooting is the most important thing to create space. Yeah, you Ma- definitely want. You'd want Dragic. You'd want. Do you Winslow, go? Do you go? Olinic. Yeah, man. Yeah. So then, yeah. Do you start doing? Olenek? Like I mean, lineups with Olinic and Hal Horford playing the big spots will space things out so much for Ben, and they're still not sacrificing size. All right, we got to get the trade machine up here. Olinic's actually a decent defender too. He's underrated. He's he's not a great defender, but he's underrated because yeah. he looks like a, a bloody. He works. He's actually carved out quite the little career for himself, Kelly. Yeah, man. He got he got a four year, forty something million dollar yeah. deal. Um, I'm getting pulling up the old the old trade machine here. In the meantime, Beatty, how about the much. Raptors? Is there uh, anything they could do to keep their title window open going after Joel? What's what's their payroll like? I feel like see the, the thing with the obviously Siakam is is the the centerpiece yeah. now, right? That that's probably I would imagine they're only untouchable. It's it's difficult because I think I feel like they're just on a different timeline. Like Lowry is over thirty now. Um, he he's still got two years on his deal. I mean that's that's a I feel like that's tradable actually Lowry, but it's it's more so if you're the Sixers, I don't think you necessarily want Kyle Lowry because I thought Kyle Lowry and the Sixers would be a great fit for a long time now. I think it would be a great fit, but at the same time, I just I feel like you want to aim higher than Kyle Lowry if you're trading Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah, that's no, my no, point. I hear, you. I hear. I, I don't know, like what, what I purely hypothetical situation. What if you swapped Carl Anthony Towns and, and Joel Embiid? I love it. And I obviously, love it too, there's other like, pieces. Why? Why? You because Carl Anthony Towns can shoot. <clears throat> True. I think Philly, Philly, I think should definitely do in that. Philly, trade. the 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 backcourt in Philly, assuming that the future backcourt in Billy uh, in Philly is Ben Simmons and, and Matisse Tybel, like any defensive concerns that you have about Cat, it's kind of mitigated by that a little bit. Yeah, and like Cat can play D. I'm, I'm sick of hearing uh, people say he, he can't. He can when I he wants to. Because uh, he has. He's, he's shown fine. us for he's stretches fine. that he can. But then he'll like disengage for two months. I just think that uh, offensively, offensively, he's the best shooting big maybe. Out, him and Porzingis are right there, right? So I, I mean, I, it's, I, I think that that's a better fit than say Joel. Yeah, and to be honest, I think Joel fits on the Timberwolves. Pretty well, well, all of a well. sudden now the Timberwolves is his team, and say if you manage to keep Culver, Ro- I don't know what you would keep and what you wouldn't in this hypothetical situation. But well, he works well with Roko. We know that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think any you put four shooters around Joel, it's it's fine. I mean, the other thing as well, like the Sixers don't play that much pick and roll. No. And it's something where what well, if you put Joel Embiid, you put Joel Embiid in a pick and roll situation, and maybe he's a different beast now. We haven't we haven't seen it because his whole Who career is stopping has been Joel Embiid in the pick and roll. Really? <laughs> Who? Fucking Marcus Smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we've got we've got a Heat trade that works here. Okay. Back to Joel Embiid and Neto send to the Heat, and then the Sixers receive Winslow, mm-hmm. Olynyk, mm-hmm. Hero, and Robinson. You get a big That's man. That's a lot of shooting. It's a lot of shooting. I'd say they still need some picks, though. 
Not enough. Who the Sixers need picks? Yep. Although he'd have no picks, basically. Yeah, they never a drafting team. Yeah, they never draft anyone. So they get undrafted <laughs> Duncan Robinson somehow. Well, somehow they did draft they Tyler Hero. Yeah, but yeah, they've, they've they've they don't have many picks on their on their uh, on their books. But you, so you think they still need picks on top of Winslow, Hero, and Robinson? Those are the three young guys, and Olinik kind of fills that big man hole. But they can all spread the floor. They can, but they're all they're all at the moment. Hero might turn into more. Robinson might turn into more. Well, I, I think know, kind of the, the the timeline changes if you if you if you change and beat. You like okay, now we're locked into Ben for the next ten years. Yeah. And we get young All shooting. These shooters around him. That's the thing that I don't think you want the timeline to change. I think the timeline is the window is now. We need to win Windows now. now. I don't yeah. think you change it. Like say, say that trade did yeah. come. Those you, players go over to you, Philly. You like still got not, Horford. Philly's you not still got Harris this year. Yeah, like. Do you, no, but yeah, still, but if you're a Philly fan, do you feel better about trying to win this year with that? I feel better that in the next couple of years we're going to keep knocking on the door. Yeah. I, think, I, I mean? actually don't... That's what's interesting about this one, I don't know, at least, is that the, the ceiling may, may not change that much. I think it... Yeah. With, with Embiid and Ben, they're still fierce defensively. Yeah. And you're going to lose that if you lose Embiid, obviously, because yeah. he's a defensive player but the, of the year. The, obviously, the offense is going to look a million times better. Yeah. And you, you put in... Your Horford gets a pass to Hero coming off screens and Duncan Robinson coming off screens and Ben Simmons flying up and down the court throwing his shoes on the wing. Yeah, There's so on. much space. Like Ro- Robinson and Hero have become guys you need to keep a fucking eye on because mm. they, they can get that hot. Um, and Winslow's a, an awesome young piece as well. Which And also he's another asset. The only problem with that trade is, say it happened, Yeah. where's Bam play? Surely they can... Well, again, you got you got issues. Yeah. You got issues. That's why but, I say Bam has to be included. Yeah, I don't think the Heat do this. And then maybe yeah, so you take out, but then then you got to take out Winslow. You can't be giving them Winslow and and Bam. The assets changed because if you're at the Heat, I'm like I'm not giving up Bam plus Hero. I, I love reckon Hero. Winslow, Hero, and Bam gets it done. Winslow, Hero, Bam. See, if I'm a Philly fan, I don't like that. But I'm a Heat fan. I don't think I like it either. No. I think anyone I like likes that this. both ways. Everybody loses. The Heat definitely get better having a starting five with Jimmy and. Joel I don't. I don't think so. Man. I don't know if they do because like. Bam's been so good at doing everything. And what what's the reason why the Heat have been enjoyable to watch this year? For me, it's the Bam. fact that Bam can pull the ball, pull <laughs> yeah. the ball down and he go. can be Draymond Green yeah, and yeah. go. And yeah, Joel yeah, Embiid yeah, doesn't yeah, do I that. Like. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I've got okay. another team for you. Maybe it's not the Heat. So we, we don't think either team really kind of works there. It I could. Mean, it could. I no, would, not. not. From, a, from a Philly perspective, like just aesthetically and fun-wise, trading Embiid for um, all that shooting... Would be fun. Mm. Like he's still got Horford locked up, but I think he's actually been pretty good. I, I think Horford's been okay. Yeah, and and you've got someone like Olenek in there, going to kind of stint him. I don't know. I really want him to free Al. See, no, I don't get this. I don't get the free Al thing. I don't. But I it, feel like I the negativity around Al. Al's probably putting up bigger numbers this year than mm. he has since since he left Atlanta. Like, I don't know. He's putting up decent enough numbers. Oh, he's like twelve and six. But at at <laughs> Boston, bad. Al was. He was the hub, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's not a hub in Philly. Yeah, but this is the thing: the Celtics. The Celtics are not a team where you go and feast numbers-wise. Yeah, yeah, but that's his game. He doesn't want to feast. He wants to be involved with everything. Whereas, well, that's maybe you're asking too much of him now in the Sixers, where you have to stand out here and hit three-point shots because Ben can't. Yeah, mm. 
I Either way, though, I think he's doing it. He's well, yeah. doing it okay. What I'm saying is, the role <laughs> that they've thrust Al in, they can get another guy to do that. Yes, if you've got Embiid, yeah. correct. If Embiid leaves, then Al, what we've seen the last week or two, becomes a much more important... Yes, He's yes. so good at playmaking. Even when with Ben out there without the spacing, he's so good at passing and using his body to make fakes and stuff. Yeah. He's creating space because he can also stretch the floor mm. and you get an extra shooter out there. He's a genius. He's a really good player, but I don't know. This is a, It's a weird... It's a weird team. It's a weird roster. But I, else, I personally would do it. Okay, now we switch to the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh. Oh, what in the world are you going to throw out here? So both teams get worse according to the trade machine here. Atlanta loses 19 wins, allegedly. Wow, anyway. they don't have 19 wins. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, so Atlanta Hawks receive Joel Embiid. Yeah. The Sixers receive Evan Turner. To make the salaries work, essentially. Mm. But then it's Collins, Hunter, Herder. So you, you lose Embiid, but you get a high-flying, up-and-down-the-court player oh, with Collins. Oh, you get shooting one. with Herder, and then defense and shooting with Hunter, and then Evan turns off your books after this year. You probably need to throw in another player to actually make the numbers work, so you throw in, like, Neto or something. Honestly, I think I'd do it. Yeah, I like this. If you're who, though? If I'm Philly. And if I'm Atlanta. See, why, if I'm Atlanta, why do I do that? I don't do that if I'm Atlanta. Because then I got Trey Young and Joel I think, yeah, I think it's the like, same okay, team. I got Joel to get Trey's back for the next 10 years. Yeah. And, and I got and Trey, got to Trey Young. as much space as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got one more. And then you've got the one draft pick that's coming this year. Yeah. They still got Reddish. Yep. I mean, if I'm Atlanta, I'm trying to give them Reddish as opposed to Hunter. But if I'm Philly, I'm like, no, nah, fuck off with you, Reddish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but man, he's going to be, yeah. I, I pulled the trigger. Joel and Trey, you can talk yourself into that strengths and weaknesses, polar opposite kind of situation. Spacing issues, you've got Trey Young to fix those. Defensive issues, you've got Joel and Embiid to fix those. That's cool. One. Interesting. Very I nice, want, Jay. Oh, no, I want to shout out uh, my friend uh, Scoobs from New Zealand. He. Here's the one telling Sorry me about this one. one. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, good on you, Scoots. I, the yeah. one, other Shout one out. in the southeast that I kind of like as a team, as a potential team, is Washington because they have two big oh. contracts on their on their payroll, oh. right? Oh. And they're not doing anything anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Do you move Bradley Beal? What can you do anything with John Wall? Like that? Those are the two. John Wall, no. Those Billy's the, not touching him. No, I agree. Yeah, so that's. I mean, it's. I just think contracts wise like that's more uh, it, it, I find it odd when we're, we're saying here's Joel Embiid on one side and then here's four guys on the other like that's realistically yeah. it's well, very difficult to make that happen well, we to be fair though they were like unproven guys whereas Bradley yeah, but Beale it, it, I'm talking purely story. from a logistical I have 15 roster spots yeah 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 you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well logistically we can't trade Bradley Beal until until he's ex- is it next season yeah until ages away until next season starts, I don't think. Because when did he sign his extension? In a weird time. All I know is on That's the tra- a weird deal on the All trade. The, I, like, it's the same deal with Ben. Like you can't Philly can't trade Ben right now because he his extension doesn't kick in until yeah. next no, next season. You can, I don't know on the on the trade machine you can trade Ben. But, oh yeah, but the trade yeah it doesn't but, have but, those. But Bradley Bill, I can't trade him on the on the on the uh, what's it called trade I machine. Bradley Bill signed a is a super max. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. No, dude, it's going up every year. So until 22-23, where he's getting yeah. paid $37 million. Yes. Yeah, but like, there's guys making more than that right now. Well, so log- logistically, though, if you... Or whatever, let's just do it anyway for fun. If you're the Wizards and, and Embiid for a Bradley Beal swap, 
How does both teams feel about that? If I'm Philly, I love give me Bradley Beal over Embiid yeah. all day long. I love I love Beal, one of my favorite players. Travesty that he's not uh, like I guess one v one in a vacuum. Joel might be a more impactful player than Bradley Beal, but to Philly, Bradley Beal definitely helps them. But you put Embiid on the Wizards, are they winning any more games? Probably not. No, no, they're not. But the thing is, you have. But he'll he'll make them top ten guy, a top fifteen guy in the league locked Mm. in. Yeah. I mean, you can still Wizards have shown you can still suck with Bradley Beal running the show on his own, but if. Joel's on the floor, on the team. Yeah. I think you can only suck so much. The other thing as well, you have John... And it's impossible to the, know. the tricky one is John Wall and how he comes back. Because he's, he's, he's warming up and stuff yeah, now. He, he looks he, like he's... going to be back for next because season. Because, like, again, you put it on a... Forget all other contexts. You have a team with John Wall and Joel Embiid on it. Like, that's interesting, right? It is. Forget the injury history. And I mean, that's Joel the other thing, Joel has right? to run the pick and roll that's, then. That's the other yeah. thing, right? Joel Embiid's injury history itself is not that good. Yeah. That dude misses time every year. So it's, it's tricky, man. It's a... Very tricky one. I don't. I, I think that's the ticket, though. If it was ever going to happen, it needs to be for like a Bradley Beal, someone that can play guard, space the floor, play make. All from that a Philly stuff. perspective, yeah, yeah for from sure. From a Philly perspective, I, and I, I like. I think it's always it's always going to be a team in a rebuilding situation. Like you look at Atlanta, right? And Atlanta are rebuilding, and it, you really have to look at that front office and say, well, hey, do we really think Joel Embiid and Trey Young is the ticket out of rebuilding, or do we prefer the four Keep young guys that we have? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you guaranteed an All NBA player with Embiid versus like, yeah, Collins is nice, Herder's yeah. nice, Hunter's nice, and you look at Atlanta are last in the fucking. Yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah, but cool, that team cool of core. Collins, yeah. Trey Young, Herder, Hunter, and all that they can score points. Yeah, but they'll they... put one hundred and sixty on you. But then uh, again, but they can't defend. Another point is though, right? Joel Embiid's timeline is not Trey Young's timeline. Oh, Trey Young's be. timeline could is be. the same as Trey Young's an all star in his second year, so he's yeah, ready. But I mean, Jake's not happy about that. Faux <laughs> <laughs> all star. I don't know. I think re- I realistically though, do you see Philly ever trading one of those guys? Yes, I think they realistically. Don't. I actually do, don't. I do yeah. think there's a point where they'll be like, right, we're banging our head against the do, wall. Do, I, do, is I, any front office that ballsy to do that? Well, yes, I mean, they wouldn't want to well, Show us one. I don't think there's one in history that's done it. I mean, yeah, the, well, the Pelicans had to trade Davis. So, yeah, they, they Davis had, no had a gun at his yeah. head and old yeah. mate from LeBron's like with agency his... <laughs> was on the other side yeah, with yeah. another gun. Like yeah. <laughs> With this many years left on the contract, this good of a player, yeah, it's not... I, I look at the OKC example, right? And yeah. I, I think it's more realistically that one of them will walk in free agency. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on how they go in the playoffs. If they get a second round bouncing again... Yeah, man. Like If, what are you if doing? they keep up this ugly play the rest of the year, they get to the playoffs... And then the whole plan was we're going to be ugly, but in the playoffs when the game slows yeah. down, we'll be really good and hard to beat. And look, but if we, they get trounced there, then really what's going on here? What are we doing? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, is this t- this team's never proved that they can turn it on in the playoffs? Yeah. No, what no. team? In, like, so it was what we heard about the Celtics last year when we get to the playoffs. Uh, You've never done it before. Mm. Yeah, the Celtics in 2009 could turn it on. The, the Cavs could turn it on because you've got LeBron James. Mm. The Warriors can turn it on because they're the greatest team yeah. of all time, maybe. But you even have those question marks about Milwaukee, right? Yeah, they still haven't done it in yeah. the playoffs. So. Yeah, at least their switch is on. Yeah. We, we know that they're going to be a great team and they're going to be tough to get out. They're going to win freaking seventy games. Yeah. Jesus Moses, they're on fire. But like I used Giannis as the example for Ben. Look what Giannis can do when he has a center 
which can, yes, protect the rim on D, but on offense, just camp out at the three-point line, get out of the way. Like, you, he's a monster. You can't stop him going to the rim. I was thinking about this with Ben, right? Yes, he's an absolute monster, Giannis, but he's working to expand his repertoire with the shot, right? He's Even the three-point, not necessarily a three-point shot, but he's working this little fadeaway. It yeah, looks yeah, a little yeah. bit like Kobe. Do you go to Ben and you go, hey, we're considering trading Embiid. You have to swear to us on your... On the Kangaroos Brett Island. Brown. Do your Brett Brown accent. <laughs> ben, <laughs> are you going to swear to me? You're going to start taking one three-pull game. And then, but like, for real, yeah. you're gonna, we're going to trade and beat and build this team around you. Are you going to promise me that you start taking free-throw jumpers and one three-pointer per game? Because if we can do the Yana's model, but it, we need you to work towards getting better offensively, otherwise... We're not sure we can make this deal. Giannis got that Mamba mentality. Though. I agree. I agree. I'm not sure if Ben has it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We will see. Um, but yeah, the Hawks one I, I like a lot. I, I don't mind the Heat one for the Sixers. I don't think I would do it if I was the Heat. See, the other thing as well, right? Ben, uh, Joe Embiid's probably the most popular athlete in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, across all I, I four codes, yeah. four sports. Like I, it's, I just it's unheard of for a team to trade the most popular guy on the team, unless it's for like a. Unless it's, it's like, like the fans yeah. can see. Unless it's Isaiah Thomas, Boston, yeah. that, you know, like it's... And even then, like, obviously, Isaiah Thomas wasn't the biggest Exactly, but like, Boston, Boston, but... Boston worshipped Isaiah. Yeah. And as soon as Kyrie came on board, they were like, bye. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Fans turn quick, man, yeah. especially if they have another they second round next team. They might love the guy, but if they're getting a better deal for the team, they yeah. want that one. Joel Embiid has, gets the shits again in round one and he misses the first two games yeah, again. They're be very happy. Exactly. It's like, Jesus, do we really have to worry about him playing every... Any teams out West that could use a bit of Joel? I mean... Outside of the mini... Portland? The, 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 we we touched on the Warriors. They would, that would be fun. Portland, maybe like CJ McCollum and... <laughs> they really don't have much... Anthony there. Simons was supposed to be really good. He's yeah, all right. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. <laughs> no, I don't think I they agree. have the contracts, man. I, I feel like their their big contract is Dame, and then everything obviously CJ as well. But like after that, they don't. It's all cheap dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to trade half the roster to get it done. I mean, Whiteside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, yeah, I don't think. But no, there might be something there in CJ McCollum, like kind of like a Bradley Beal. This is what the team really needs, type thing. Mm. Uh, they're. Could be nah, no. There's I, I mean, what Embiid comes off twenty two, twenty three is his last year. Do, yeah. the, do the Clippers do it? Can they get it done somehow? Nah, not, not without, without giving, giving up something, up something that they don't want to. Or like give Lou up. Will for oh, Lou Will. <laughs> yeah, I love him too, but you got to give up more than that. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so I didn't think about it from a while for Lou hey, Will. I'm just playing on the drain machine here. Come me some slack. God damn. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who else can. You, That's the thing. There's a, there's such a select few that could actually make this. Work. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I'm. This is OKC, mate. This is there is... something there? OKC, get it done. OKC. Oh. Well, who are we gonna give? They got up? a lot of picks to give back. CP, mate. Start the process again. <laughs> CP. CP and SGA. The contract is there. So, nah, he takes the ball out of Ben's hands. That's all right. He can play off ball. They've been doing a heap swim. Yeah. Ben can't play off ball. Yeah, it's tired. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but now he, he plays the five or the four as the role man. And yeah. Ooh, and CP. Mm. It'd be nice, but like Chris Paul's gonna want to, you know, 
exert his influence. That's why this OKC hey. team is so good. Hey, o- at, Chris at, Paul's really showed us that he's not he's not always a dick. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's a dick when someone questions his top dog level, a la Houston Rockets, James's top dog. He doesn't like that. I feel like Chris Paul's making some good points. Hey, Chris, man, Chris we should Paul. probably pass the ball a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Eric yeah, Gordon dropped so. 50 the maybe. other day yeah. without either of them. Maybe Harden's so. holding Eric Gordon back. He's carrying my fantasy team this week. <laughs> maybe so. But, like... Chris Paul being Chris Paul stops James being James, and you kind of need James being James. No, we should but trade in, James Harden. In, in I, OKC, I like the James Harden trade. Let's yeah, do that. Embiid for Harden? No, I nah. like the I like the the Harden to Warriors chat. Oh, for who? We don't need Lamelo Ball. We don't need. Or we don't need James Wiseman or whoever. The, the first and whatever contracts that you can muster. If you have Steph so D-Lo, and Clay and yeah. D'Lo, get rid of him. If you have Steph Clay and Harden, like who's being? Yeah, yeah but they're not giving him Harden. You're right. Delo's not good enough to trade for Harden because they're pretty much the same player, but Delo's not any good relative to Harden. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're just, they don't, neither of them play defense. Should we talk? Should we quickly wrap up on some realistic? I feel like it's going to be a quieter trade deadline. Yeah. Are there so. any realistic? I mean, the big name is Andre Drummond, I suppose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we were having this chat. So I I, think everyone's he's like available. Yeah, he's very available. <laughs> Lights around. Derek Rose <laughs> available. <laughs> Detroit yeah, available. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, we do, you can't trade for him because you got to pay him yeah. twenty mil. Kyle Kuzma, something. Kuzma. I don't know. Kuzma. But yes, he he he's worth like four mil or whatever, yeah. or whatever three or whatever. But yeah. He he looked at LeBron the wrong way though. So yeah. We got to. LeBron get coming out saying we don't need to make any moves. Yeah, well... That was big. Well, it's the Do first you trust time. it? <laughs> no, probably not, the, at all. not at all. It's probably the best team he's played on, though. Who? LeBron. LeBron. Like, you know, you don't... Only because of Anthony moves. Davis. Yeah, but... Since the Heat, though. Since the oh, Heat, yeah, yes. the heat. yeah. I was yeah. like, hang on, let's yeah. just... Pump the brakes. But yeah. the Heat was... Even the, the Cavs teams are pretty... And role players. Huh? The Heat was the big three and role players. Yeah. Whereas this Lakers team... Is the big two and role players. the big two, but the role players are probably a cut above the role players. No, I would argue more that... No the way. big two is empty. Da- he's never played with a guy better yeah. than Anthony Davis. Yeah, and like D Way was pretty close pretty to that close, first yeah. couple of years, but yeah. no, AD is a different beast, especially yeah. the way that yeah. they work together. I don't know. I think that they've got big questions. The Lakers against the top dogs. They've lost to the Clippers twice. They haven't beaten the Sixers. They haven't beaten the Celtics. They haven't yeah. beaten a lot of the top yeah, teams. Yeah, but LeBron's going mumba mode. Well, see, and to, to bring it back, I agree. To, he always turns it To up. bring it back to trades, right? I think who's which LA team is going to win the Iguodala sweep, sweepstakes? How like, much does he move the needle there? Well, it's someone that you can put on Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, that's what I think. Thing, I think right? I think he moves the needle LeBron. a lot more. For the Lakers than he does to the Clippers. Well, the, the, the argument for the Clippers is purely... Block the, the Lakers. Lakers I agree. Him. Yes, yeah, exactly. I agree. And he's someone that can handle LeBron as well. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Better than anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, it I've... gives Kawhi more time to go to the strip clubs and... Oh, my God. Throw, throw dollar bills. I can't, there, was no, there was no fallout from that. Was that even Kawhi? Does anyone know? I didn't even know? hear about this. What? You can see oh, there's a video man. of Kawhi throwing... Dollar bills in the air and with a booty well, in his like face. While his wife is really? next to him or yeah. something, it's bizarre. It's very bizarre. He's he's like, he had the, he had the New guy. Balance hoodie on as well. Yeah. Like, what is it's he sponsored uncle- to do this? <laughs> it's unclear if it's Kawhi. I feel like it's pretty safe to say that it. There was another photo which obviously it was Kawhi wearing the same hoodie, and it's like, well, hey, hey, two, hey, two, hey, two hey, together. Hey, hey. And he's, yeah, I love all the jokes. It's like, <laughs> so, so, why were you at the strip club? Just why do you think I was there? <laughs> Get my work in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kawhi. Leave you, leave you alone now. We'll see but yeah, you I mean, 
Iguodala is an expiring. Memphis yeah. have no incentive to keep him. They're kind of holding yeah. these other teams to ransom. They've yeah. got to get someone for him. I th- what it, Drummond? I don't see anything for Drummond. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't think you have to give up much for Drummond. And people will say you can't trade for Drummond because you have to pay him. And me and Betty were saying, yeah, okay, sure. But who's going to pay Drummond twenty mil? Yeah, what's the market for that center? Like everyone's like, you got to pay Drummond twenty mil. It's like, are they? Who's going to actually? Everyone's talking about how you can't pay him. Are the Nick, maybe, yeah, maybe someone oh. will be that dumb, but even are the Knicks yeah. going to do it? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm putting my money on. Okay. They're going to branch out from their all all starting yeah. power forward lineup and right. chuck a center Can you see in the there? billboards now? All-star, Andre Drummond, New York Knicks. 21, 2016 all-star yeah. was the last time yeah. M. Drummond Super was an all-star. Max. lock him down. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to miss out. <laughs> Outside of the idiot team. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Let, let's just say what, okay, what, the better question is, what number does Drummond become valuable again? Because he's still a good player. He gets ripped. 20. 20. No, no, you're off your head. This, 20 mil? This is the guy who liked the DeAndre Jordan to the Nets signing. Oh, Jesus, so, Moses. Like, Get him out Calm here. down. Get him out <laughs> I said I understood the DeAndre Jordan. I still don't. <laughs> I'm still struggling while Jared Allen is fuming on the bench there. The Drummond. Look. What number is he? 20, 20 mil? 20. I like, think he's the I, best rebounder in the world. You can't yeah, but he's winning nine games in what he sees. Yeah, but how important is rebounding? Yeah, important. Is yeah, it? important, but like he, he can't it, space the floor. He can't do a lot on offense. I think, that, I think he can roll. I think it's ten. I think it's around that ten number. Yeah, I think it's fifteen. His or hands under. in the passing lanes become way more active. He's, He's a good player, but now. twenty mil is like it's not the max. Right, okay, put the other thing right. Is he going to be the third best guy on a team that wins a championship? Maybe third. That's probably his ceiling. He right? could be an awesome role player. If he role player, so you're going to pay player. twenty million. But for he, a role he could be a twenty million dollar role player. No, you, yeah, that's I, not I, how you manage the cap. If this is different again, so yeah, you're, I think way less than twenty mil. But if you can make him your third best player at twenty mil, then maybe mm. that becomes interesting. But how often can you pay your third player twenty mil and have not your often. roster look okay? Not often. I think fifteen or under needs to be the number here. Yeah, but like. He's seen all his mates get I, these I, huge deals. 15's the, not The other a crazy thing as well, amount. I think it his future in free agency is Dejounte Murray got 15. It, but Dejounte Murray is young and a guard. Yeah. It's completely it's not the best you can't rebounder compa- in the world. You can't compare yeah. it at all. Like I I think his future in free agency is is short-term deals. I think he's going to yeah. be signing one and two-year deals. 10 mil yeah. he yeah. might get a 20 mil Derek, one-year what, deal. Derek Favors signed a one-year deal this year for the Pelicans 17 million. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's his future. I agree with that. Actually, really, that's a great call. Yeah, yeah. one-year deals going forward. You don't like, want to lock up a big guy like yeah. that on long-term money. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of Celtics fans that are stupid that think they should trade for Andre Drummond, or there was some chat. It's like, you're going to trade for a guy that's a big dude, but he can't guard Joel Embiid. So, like, what does he do that separates him from Cantor? He's a sure, better rebounder. He's a better Cantor's defender, but he, can't, rebounder, but, he, but he can't yeah. stop Drummond, uh, Embiid. So, what's yeah. the point of him being in the East? Yeah. I Is hear. He, yeah. Um, I actually think your point makes a lot of so much sense, Beatty. I'm sure the Knicks are going yeah, to one year deal. We're going to roll the cap space over one more year. Nah, five we're, years. Who's the next free agent season. that's up? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're keeping the cap space. Giannis, yeah. Giannis, 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 yeah, Giannis, yeah, yeah exactly. he's coming. That's why we traded KP, man. We got to get we got Giannis in. coming. Yeah, we have to pay him. <laughs> oh dear. I think that's it. On anyway, a sad Drummond note. You've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Please give us a subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you do tune in. Give us a like on Instagram, Twitter. Follow Jake's Twitter, at Jake Eisenberg. Don't block him. Please don't, don't block, block me. Him. Or do come at me now. <laughs> Till next week. Peace.